action. Living underground. It's no action. It's a shell of a town. Turtles count it off. Live by the code of the martial arts. They're the finalists. Someone else starts. Always stick together no matter what. If all else fails, then it's time to kick back. Hello everyone, welcome to Podcast in a Half Show. Eh? Half Shell. <laughs> oh, 14 episodes in and it's just a steady, steep decline downhill. And <sighs> Welcome to Podcast in a Half Shell. I really wanted you to fuck it up again. <laughs> oh, Jesus wept. Uh, as usual, it's your co-host with the co-least, Duncan. And as usual, to my left, my immediate left, my Hello. only left, the one and only Stacy Taylor. Hello. 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 I don't know why I say your last name and not my own. Yeah, it's that's Sparrow. I, that's my last name. Like yeah. Captain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those films <laughs> opened up a new opportunity for me. Instead of having to say it's spelt sparrow like the bird, I can say sparrow like the captain. So that's nice. But that is nice. Why anybody How else get would my you name? Spell sparrow. People are stupid and get things wrong all the time, especially on the phone. Anyway, this, I was going to say I, I shouldn't really comment on that, given the fact that I've in the past like couple of months been referred to as Stacy, Tracy, Daisy, Stella, and uh, what's the other one? Forgot the other one. But At yeah. least Tracy rhymes with Stacy. Well, yeah, and Daisy's not far off if you heard uh, it over a terrible phone connection. Yeah, but Stella. But the, but the bloke who called me Daisy says he remembers it because it makes him think of cows. And I was like, well, what about me? Makes you think of cows? You absolute <laughs> arse honker. Anyway. Uh, 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 14 episodes in and we've still not gotten over this whole going off on a tangent and just nope. waffling total nonsense. At the beginning of the show, the top nonsense. of the episode, not even not even told you what we're going to do today podcast we are going to podcast <laughs> that is correct that is not a lie um but more specifically what we're going to podcast about and i don't mean the content of the show because i think at this point people know well i was going to say if you couldn't guess from the title you might be in the wrong place mm. i was trying to think of something really witty that might be in a half shell so i could go aha it's about this but I, my brain failed me yeah i can't think of anything either so um Although, technically, turtles aren't in a half shell because it's a semicircular shell, but the front part is also shell. Like the belly part. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost yeah, a whole it shell. Really it just has holes for their limbs all. and their heads. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds catchy. Heroes, heroes in, in a, a partial shell. <laughs> no, the heroes in a full shell. They're just... Well, no, because there are bits missing where their head and shit comes from, but... Yeah, but how would... Right. That doesn't... <laughs> And actually, obviously, the shell is the outside of it, like the 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 back part, right? The front bit is just the front bit of the turtle. I wouldn't have class that as the shell. I'd clash the but back of the of shell. It's made of shell, isn't it? It's the oh, same. I don't know. In Carter, it. I ain't got a fucking clue. In Carter, it. Okay, I will. And then I haven't I'll get... got a Scooby Doo. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so I'll encounter it, and then I'll get lost in that game where you have to try and make your way through a maze by answering general knowledge questions. Yeah, don't waste all your matches, though. <sighs> yeah, man. I always wasted my matches. Any I loved that game. Anyway, why we're old? But what are we talking about today? <laughs> today, you have finally got well. In fact, yes, mostly today and yesterday, you yep. finally 
gotten around to watching some of the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Count it off. One, no. two, three, four. No. Turtles. Mutant chain not. reaction. No. <laughs> Just no. You loved it, didn't you? All of them. Okay. I, <laughs> there's, there's things to enjoy about this show. <laughs> However, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of shite. <laughs> It doesn't do itself any favours by having a more annoying theme tune than The Next Mutation. Because, now I know you're going to fight me on this, but yeah. The Next Mutation theme tune is like, mealy, mealy, mealy at the end. Right. The the one for this show goes on for like a full two minutes, and just when you think it's going to end, it kicks in again and it has the lyric, watch out for Shredder, and it's Yeah, well, you've got to watch shit. out for him. What if he comes <sighs> for you? And stick his blade, his hand, hand up your bum. <sighs> No. I don't know if he ever does that because whenever he does anything, the, the, the ones we watched, and my memory's blank. I do. He didn't really do anything. He, he, no, he does, but it's always off camera. Mm. No, it's he, not even him. It's always somebody else. He's got that a does normal it, face. Yeah, but he wears a suit of armor in that, isn't it? Later, at some point. But anyway, he will do. But so you ain't watched... gonna watch anymore, so it don't really matter. No, I am gonna for the you know the the, the show for the band. Um. <laughs> um. But. Yeah, I, do, I the, the biggest problem for me, and we'll like break it down episode by episode in a bit. Break it down. Break it down. Well, is the voices. I don't like any of them. Mm. Uh, but in particular, I don't like uh, Leo because he sounds like a big girl's blouse. He's See, I thought you so were going to say Donnie and say it for the same reason. Wussy. So wussy. Richie's laughing and I can't tell if it's because of the video game he's playing or because he thinks we're well funny in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the video game. It is probably the video game. He does have headphones in, so that's probably yeah. Yeah, he's not, not listening us to us. It was a nice thought while it lasted, yeah, though. Yeah. That somebody other than ourselves are entertained by this. <laughs> hey, man! Like 160 people listened to the last episode. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they necessarily like it. it just means they've downloaded it. <laughs> why would you? <laughs> why would you say that to someone who suffers with paranoia? Plus, anyway. I'm one of those people that downloads it because I'm a narcissistic <laughs> bastard and I like to listen to the sound of my own voice. So there's two downloads straight away that oh, don't count. Shit. Neither does Key or Neil. Really, they're just they're doing shit. it because they're friends. No, Neil genuinely likes it. I think. And so he should. Yeah, man, because we're great. Anyway, we are. This isn't like the Ginger Wolverine hour. <laughs> Wolverine. There was a period of time where he had a hairdo that was very Wolverine-esque. Is that true, Neil? It is true. PM me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people um, say on Facebook, right? Do you not? Do you not? Oh, I've just got it, so I'm not going to ask the questions. I'm going to say really stupid. I was just going to say. I don't. I never used to understand it when people said DM instead of PM, but now I do because it's direct message, isn't it? And I'm it's a fucking just, idiot. Usually, it um, usually it's prefaced by some kind of like, oh, okay. do you know what? Sometimes some people are just so insensitive and they don't think about other things, and then everybody else will say, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" I go, oh, "If you want to know, just PM me." All the people who care will PM me. I'm like, ah, oh, drama. Like, oh, go away. You're 30 old, um, fuck you. So I should probably preface the, this That's episode not any, anybody in particular. by saying that Duncan is in a fucking grump. I'm not um, in a grump. No, about no with, think... with people in general. Well, yeah, but that's not really anything <laughs> new, is it? Like, how long have you known me for now? All right, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Shall we talk about... Look at this photograph. What? Um, <laughs> so, so Leo's voice makes him sound like a big wussy, wussy big girl's blaze. A big wussy wuss wuss. Yeah. And... Um, Michelangelo sounds like somebody doing a bad impression of of a, of a Michelangelo, and but they're ninja esque. Yeah, I suppose Raphael <laughs> can't pronounce his own name. Is something I've noticed because he calls himself Raphael. Oh, I hadn't no, I hadn't picked up Raphael. on that. Raphael. 
Oh, right. I hadn't picked up on that. Maybe it's like really, really Brooklyn y accents that the guy's mm. putting on, bless him. Look, mm. it, it, the, the thing mm. is, this. The thing is, this uh, this mm. show is a non. What is all that Sorry. about? <laughs> I'm just. You sound like an electric razor. Thanks. That's um, what I was aiming for. Good. Now. You fucking odd bod. You love me. You're such a fucking sausage sometimes. <laughs> Sausages has yeah. the word cheese in it. Oh, it does actually. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> stop it. Stop. <clears throat> fucking Nimrod. I'm bringing that back, by the way. Just saying, thank you, that's better. Put that finger to your mouth. <laughs> this whole production was by a company that, from what I gather from listening to Rob Paulson's podcast, was a non-union mm-hmm. company. So they, that's why, like, with Turtles Forever, they haven't got any of the original voices mm-hmm. for the original Turtles because they're all union actors and they won't, uh, they wouldn't support the company. So maybe that's why, maybe they couldn't get as high a level, uh, you know, as the other two. Turtle series, I don't know, apart from Next Mutation, obviously, but the less said about that fucking show, the better. Yeah, I still haven't watched any more, even though I keep promising I will. If you're lucky, you get taken down off Netflix. I think I've made that joke before, but I stand by it. And It may well happen. Ugh, Do you hate so yourself bad. that much? Are you that much of a no, masochist? It's, it's not that, it's just that I feel no, like... No, sorry, sadist. When you're doing a Turtles podcast, you should probably clap your eyes on everything Turtles that exists. Hmm. And so I feel like at some stage we're going to have to watch coming out of their shells. I don't mind the concept of watching that because it looks really shittily cheesy. But can I ask a question? Can we watch it together and drunk? I'm really not sure why this question has been asked. (laughs) Or like you don't already know the answer to it anyway. Because I feel like... Having said that, last time we were supposed to be pissed up and recorded, everything went tits up, didn't it? This is true. The thing is, I feel like I'm going to need to be drunk to watch it, and it would be sad and pathetic if I watched it by myself drunk. Yes, yes it would. It absolutely Um, would. Yeah, no, I think we should all get drunk and pile on it, to be honest with you. Sounds good to me. And then we can watch something like Actually Good Turtles related afterwards, like Secret of (laughs) Use. What? Duncan's eating a cake, guys. I ate mine beforehand, and that's why my mouth feels all... I shouldn't have done it. It's not podcasting food. (laughs) My mouth's all cakey now. It's nice. It's cakey. Great. Like whole grain oats, but cakey. <laughs> anyway, what were we saying about Turtles? I yeah. hope me swilling that around my mouth didn't register on the mic. It then. definitely will, and I'll definitely amplify it so you can hear it even more. Good. Because you know what I'm like for editing. I'm from the school of let's not cut anything out. Unless like one of us farts, in which case that's definitely getting cut out, because I'm not having that. <laughs> uh, uh. A little errant burp every now and again I'm fine with, but I'm not letting a bottom burp through. Is that an attack on me? Because it's usually me. What, the farts? Yeah. No, I fart all the time. I've never heard especially when I'm Especially when I'm recording the parlour, because I'll be like sat in my gym jams on my bed, totes comfortable, and just every now and again be like, oh. Yeah, but at least a bed would like, you know, absorb some of the sound, whereas these wooden chairs just amplify it. Anyway, people don't really want to hear about this, I assume. But they, they probably do, actually, to be fair, but, but let's talk about turtles instead. Yeah, so the voices threw me off. I'm not 100% sure of the animation either. I like some of the designs. Hmm, yeah. Like I like the turtles themselves. I like how they look, and I quite like how Splinter looks. But there's a lot of bits where, like, the backgrounds are very obviously just like uh, purple, yeah. <laughs> or uh, yeah. blue. It, it's dark it looks, out. It brown. looks good at, at, at times, but also kind of cheap at times as mm, well. Yeah. There's yeah yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, and I don't know if that's just because it's a product of its time or its budget or a bit of both. I don't know. It's probably the budget, I, mm. I would have thought. Yeah, because early 2000s, you wouldn't have thought it would have been that, like, crap for animation. That's a very loud gulp. 
Sorry, I didn't think, was that audible? <laughs> yeah, I'm not winning today. Do you know what? I'm leaving this cake. I'm not drinking any more it's, tea. It's I'm not a good leave... cake, is it for um? No, it's, it's a very, um, I don't know how would you describe it. No, it's not even, no, he's, in, he's playing a video game. Um, it's, I'm sorry. I know, well, I know. I've got kids. I'm allowed to make shit jokes. Um, no, it's a very sort of cleggy, sticky kind of cake, yeah. innit? It gets all yeah. in there. It's all up in there. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll leave that. It's very nice, but it I'll leave nice. it until afterwards. I should have had yeah, it. Yeah, I regret my decision to eat it before. I chose nicotine over sustenance and <laughs> story of my life. Um, Don't smoke, kids. It's awesome, <laughs> and it scientifically makes you fifty percent cooler. No, but apparently, uh, you know, is also the leading cause of lung disease. I didn't know that. Mm. Can you believe that? Didn't realise that. No cancer. That was it. Shocker. Followed apparently by obesity. According yeah, according to, these to bullshit to... adverts. According to Cancer Research UK, apparently. But anyway, yeah. that's another yeah. story for an absolutely mm. different day and a anyway. different podcast. <laughs> Turtles. Is that but, what you cover on the parlour? <laughs> Am I missing all these highbrow, these highbrow discussions? There's been like there was like one episode where me and John Paul Beauvais got really political, and I had to cut most of it out because I thought I'm going to lose so many listeners, <laughs> so many listeners. But anyway, hey, if you can't we... handle a little bit of truth, yeah, truth bombs, oh. dropping all them truth bombs all over the truth. faces. Bombs that seriously look like you just juiced everywhere, but was that what you were aiming for? No, but either way, oh. nobody could see it, so it doesn't really matter. Um, they can in their minds know that I've drawn their, their minds, attention their to their third it. eye, their mind's eye. So, episode one, first thing that happens is a thing that annoys me, which is is it a warm open? It's a cold open, a cold open. It's a cold up. Well, I I, see, I don't like your house. I don't know what that means. Yeah, my house is a bit cold. Eh? That's I why I'm wearing means, the Christmas jumper. I think, I think it means like it's just when they throw you in. At the deep end, mm. like they used to, um, the opening for Batman the animated series, it was a cold open. Although I'd argue it wasn't because it's, although it doesn't have any titles, it's a title screen. It's like the opening, mm. it's the opening bit because it's the theme music and it's that little short animation of him beating crooks. Or, but apparently, a cold opens when they just sort of throw you in and go, "Yep, here you are." Okay, well, this does a cold open, and that was a well technical way of explaining it from Good, me. I, I hope you enjoyed it. that. And it shows you what what happens like right towards the end of the episode. And it does this consistently, from what I can tell from the five episodes we watched. And it yeah, drives me Yeah, I think throughout the first series they always do it. I don't mind it as a one-off thing every now and again, like, oh, ho, look at this weird situation. How do you reckon we got there? Travels back in time. But um, I'm not a big fan of the whole, ooh, reveal a little thing and then let's see how we get there. Because mm. knowing that little thing oftentimes ruins it. It's kind of like they're giving you a spoiler for that episode. Mm. Yeah, but they don't give, I don't mean they don't give you the full ending or anything no, like that. but... but it's still like you still know it's I get when you, the, coming. Uh, do you know what I think? It's probably a case of because you watch like all of them in quick succession, it gets annoying. Yeah, maybe. If you'd have probably been watching it on like a week to week basis, it might not have been quite so irritating, sort mm. of thing. Perhaps it doesn't help that that's immediately followed by the very, very long, <laughs> very, very irritating theme tune. Why are we counting off the turtles on more than one there's occasion? Four of them. I mean, I don't even really know what to say about this theme tune to explain to people. Do you know what I don't how, like about I the hate opening? It so much. I hate that bit when they're all coming through the sewer pipe and they're all on like a like they're on a extreme sports thing because it's two thousand and three, obviously. <laughs> so like, I think Mikey's on a skateboard, as you'd assume. Um, and one of them's on a scooter. <laughs> Is it Leo? <laughs> yep. Yay! He's so cool. This, 
Fuck you. Not. <laughs> this was at a time when I used to, when I thought I could skateboard. Right. Uh, spoiler alert, I couldn't because my balance is that of, uh, when sober, it's not entirely unlike I'm inebriated. <laughs> I, I have on occasion been stood up and fallen over. Me it's too. really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've just been I, straight up talking to someone and mm, then I've lost I can, my balance. I can ride a bike, I don't know how, but I, I can't, can't stand up straight. <laughs> but skateboarding wasn't for me, but I was still of the mindset, like, yeah, you know, skateboarding and stuff. But, like, I hated scooters. I used to see them at the skate park, like, oh, fuck off with your scooter, you little fucker. <laughs> and seeing Leo, because I, I, I think it's because I remember at the time when it first came out and I watched it, I was like, why the fuck's my favourite on a scooter? It's the fucking, <laughs> it's the shittiest one of all of them. Because one, one's on a, one's got rollerblades, one's on a BMX. I want to say... I want to say it's Raph? No, I think it's Donnie's on the BMX and Raph's rollerblading, which is arguably also kind of fucking stupid. I can't imagine Raph ever thinking, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to strap on some rollerblades. Mm. <laughs> Just skate on down to oh, the park or whatever. I know, I know. I, um... Oh, he's always riding his bike though, isn't he? <laughs> With his derp face. No, not that. I didn't mean... <laughs> I didn't mean from the next mutation. I meant, no, yes, does, that is just he, as yeah. bad. At least he doesn't have dirt face when he's riding this. He just it's has a helmet that apparently fits his really weird wide head. Yeah. That must have been custom built, surely. Absolutely. I wrote down such crazy hair, which I think was in reference to the Purple oh, Dragons. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Because now, I don't, I don't know what's happening here with the Purple Dragons because I know 2003... They're Do you a know gang, what? Your foot down there. I just saw someone move out the corner of my eye and thought, oh my God, a massive shitting spider. No, it's my but foot. it's just your foot. Thank fuck for that. The, uh, they look like the humans in the 80s show. Like yeah, the all... really weird cyberpunk. Kind yeah, of, yeah, like mad like hair a, but, and But a 2003 version of them. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly what you're saying. and I didn't know... That like, one guy like, who's what? got like a, le- like a long leather trench coat that's got like purple dragons painted all down it and he's yeah. got that stupid weird hair and then you never see him again because presumably... One of them's got like a bright blue mohawk Spoiler alert, he does shit. a dead. No, it's not a mohawk, it's a mullet. Is what it is. There's another one in one of the later episodes who looks a bit like Savage Dragon because he's got his face painted green or something and he's got like this weird green like spikes. It's not quite a fin, but it looks ridiculous. Yeah, I um, I was they looking at insane. that and I, I couldn't figure out what time period we were in. The weirdest thing is Hun looks the most sensible despite yeah. being a mountain of a man because yeah, he's got like, like a, a buzz cut and a long hairdo, but he looks considerably more sensible than the he others He looks like do. a guy, just, yeah. like a, just like a big guy. But yeah, and, and I was really struggling to place like what whether this was supposed to be set in two thousand three or whether this was supposed to be set the near future in the future or or even a little bit in the past. Like no, I, I think it's supposed to be set in two thousand and three. They've just got <sighs> some weird ideas. I couldn't figure it out. Like, it's kids' TV writers' idea of what a Gat Street Gang would dress like, but they're gonna have to like dress them up. They can't have it too realistic, can they? They're gonna have to be like overly cartoony to a certain extent. Well, and that was obviously their idea of that, bless yeah. them. So. They definitely throw the rule book out the window with April's outfit. Because uh, for some reason... On. We'll get to that because she doesn't pop up in the first episode. Well, she doesn't. But why is she wearing a crop top? Uh, all the time. In a lab. All the time. In a science lab. It doesn't matter where she is. She's always wearing a crop top. This probably leads to your point, lends to your point about the budget. Because they, they, apart from like the occasional time like when she comes out in a nighty. Uh, mm. In that one with case in the uh, the the last episode we watched, yeah. and, or wearing a lab coat over her crop top and like baggy combat trousers or whatever the fuck she's wearing, she's always wearing that crop top and them combat baggy super baggy trousers, mm. a dead tight crop top, crop crop top, crop top, crop top, crop, 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 
Um, anyway, you know that's Klingon. That I do. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah, but you don't know anything. I'm surprised. I, I like know to be some like, things. You don't know anything. I know anyway, some but she wears that dead tight crop top, and then she's got them dead baggy trousers on, like you pointed out. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. A belly button moves as well, which stresses me Does out. Does it? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's really close to the. I just thumped the table trying to demonstrate yeah. belly button placement. Um, but sometimes it's really close to the top of a cargo pant things, whatever they are. And sometimes it's almost up in the crop top. <laughs> I'm like, that's a crop top. Ain't nobody's belly button that high. Yeah, budget. <laughs> budget. We're going to blame the budget on this one, I think. They, they haven't got the budget to just like give her a long top. Come on. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Yeah. You're I mean, I like... in the lab. Like I, I, I do like that this version of April O'Neil is, you know, she works in the lab, she's got mm. the, the antique shop, she's very much, she's much more in line with the actual comic book, yeah. April O'Neil, from the original Mirage series. And a lot of the storylines from this, which is why I used to like it so much, were much more in line with the actual comics. Mm. Obviously not quite as violent. Yeah. But... No, it, it tended to follow them quite closely. I mean, that episode with, with Casey Jones that we'll go into in a bit is very much like the Raph one shot where he meets Casey Jones. And there's a lot of stuff like that that was, for me, at the time, an improvement over the 87 series. But mm. with rose-tinted glasses off now, in the same way that I look back at the 87 series and go, oh, it's a bit hokey. And there are some moments in it that are probably best left unremembered because mm. obviously it was the late 80s and things weren't quite... Not as on PC as the 70s and 60s, but, you know, still not great. We still had work to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're slowly, slowly, slowly getting there, but, um, you know, it wasn't really horrific stereotypes of Japanese people and whatnot. But anyway, um, yeah, I think with the rose-tinted glasses off and having had, uh, how many years did I say? It was, it was 17, 13 years or so ago that this came out. It's not aged super well. Yeah, the uh, the soundtrack was the thing that, that stuck out <laughs> to me. Yeah, you really like that, didn't you? Um, it's, I don't know what it's doing. Like, It's obviously trying to reflect what's happening in the show at the time, but it, it can be very on the nose. Um, a little bit bombastic. Yeah, um, like whenever anything like cliffhanger happens, it's like... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, but you need to know yeah, it's well, going to be a cliffhanger. I don't, come on now. Come on now. What if it's and the thickie watching it? You don't yeah, know. It's, uh, it's don't very judge, weird. Don't judge the thickies. Come on now. It's very me. weird. Like going on a bit of a tangent, but have you seen the latest episode of, of Legends of Tomorrow? Stace, I can't watch anything at the moment because my laptop's not working. Not even been able to watch The Flash. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, all I'm going to say. Not happy. All I'm going to say about Legends of Tomorrow, because I'm not going to spoil it because I'm not an arsehole, but immediately during a fight scene. You're not somebody who watched uh, The Walking Dead and immediately ruined it first thing in the yeah, morning for, for everybody everyone. on Facebook. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> Now, I don't even watch The Walking Dead anymore and found out within about an hour of being awake exactly mm. what happened in that premiere. But, um, no, th there's a bit in Legends of Tomorrow where there's a fight and the mu the, the soundtrack is so completely misplaced that I just immediately went, what's this noise? And then just didn't give a shit about what happened in the <laughs> fight. And like, that happens to me quite a lot in the Turtles. Do you know what? I know that, again, I know this is another tangent. Speaking <laughs> of shows and soundtracks, Luke Cage has got a Oh my god, great boss. soundtrack. It's oh. so fucking, but it's the only thing I like about the I show. Love, I love, I really like it, but when mm, I like. Boring. You're boring. Anyway, <laughs> I like how. Um, it's, really it's a great, it's a good show, fuck you. I love how whenever he goes in to fight somebody, although I do have to laugh when they say, like, yeah, you're a really good fighter, because I remember watching the first few when he's fighting oh, somebody. He's not. He's not. He just he's pushes people not. over because he's well yeah. strong, eh? 
That's the problem. Yeah, but there's another one where he's trying to, and and, and like bless Mike Coulter because you know I don't I think he's pretty he's good. Yeah, he's great, but like mm-hmm. a fighter he is not bless him. Unlike mm-hmm. how Charlie Cox like is he's a really good in Daredevil, but bless him, no. I mean, even the bits where he's like he's trying to do a few moves just look like it's very. Ah, mm-hmm. ah. I mean, I believe him when he's doing things that make him look powerful. Yeah. But when he's when he's actually trying to fight people instead of just throwing them around and stuff, Mm. I don't believe it. That's one of the problems I have with that programme because there's an awful lot of sort of like, you know, shady dealings and talking Mm. and and business. Um, And then when things do happen, they're all the same. Because the problem with having a character who is super-powered in that sort of strengthy way, impervious to bullets and shears Mm. and super strong, is that when they have a fight, they can literally just push people over. And they don't have to actually fight. And they See, don't like have to dodge that, bullets or weapons See, or knives. See, I like that or... about it, that he doesn't, he just kind of walks No, I don't through, like but... it because it gets to a point where it's like, well, this is the fifth fight I've seen. And he's just walking down a corridor going, fuck off, mate. Fuck off, little mate. You didn't like that one where he like boots the door down and he te- puts that car door around that guy. And stuff. Mm. Oh. But anyway, but anyway. my point to that was I really like how every time it, it pretty much cuts to like a fight scene, it just goes into... Like this really amazing seventies black exploitation soundtrack, mm. and it's the tits. Oh, it is I, the tits. I really I do, do like soundtrack. that show. Anyway, sorry, that's yeah. yeah. So that was an example of a good soundtrack. That is an example <laughs> of a very good soundtrack. So I just realised that we sort of started talking about episode one without really explaining what was going on. And three and five at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it's basically this is where we're sort of introduced to the turtles and the purple dragons, and that's about all that. Oh, happens. and the Mausers. In this episode, yeah, the, the mouses appear. Mouses, mouses. It's not a mouses. fucking pistol from the from World War Two, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I think it's a type of gun, the mouser. Just was, know. yeah, I, know, I okay, think okay. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I played was enough. It? I played. I played enough Medal of Honor games. I know what I'm talking about. I don't. Anyway, you join that. <laughs> Have yeah. a nice sip. Sip yeah, it louder. Yeah. Sip it real good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, it's a good job nobody actually pays us to do this, isn't it, really? Because th- there's absolutely sacked. no way we would ever we'd get paid for doing been this. Sacked. People keep asking me at work, like, oh, if you really hate your job so much, which I do, why don't you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you, like, try and make, make a go of the podcasting thing? And I'm like, what do you think I've been doing for the past 10 years? <laughs> 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 it's not working because I'm not uh, good at it. But uh, anyway, I still enjoy it, so I'm going to force it on everybody. You need a sponsor, like, uh, Casper mattress or uh, Harry's Harry's late ra- razors. Stamps.com. Yeah, or um, Dollar Shave Club. Oh yeah. Uh, um, oh shit. What's on blue? Uh, blue Apron. Yeah. That's the one. So yeah. Uh, it Loot Crate. Black, black Tuxedo or whatever it's called. Mm. <laughs> we listen ones. to too many podcasts. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, oh, for, um, we Foursquare. Not Foursquare. What's the one that Squarespace? The one, Squarespace. That's another one that was always on them. Fucking Squarespace. Yeah, all of those things we just named. I don't, Give us money. I don't need Jeez. to know about at Squarespace anymore. I know what it will do because nearly every podcast is yeah. sponsored by them. Or that one yeah. for the DraftKings. I skip through adverts now, but you always get to hear a little part of it and you're like, ah. Mm. There's um, an advert for a podcasty website called Acast that's always at the end of uh, Wiki Shuffle, which is like a podcast I listen to quite mm. regularly. And um, the woman who does the voice for it, if you can... Download an episode of Wiki Shuffle just to skip to that and hear what I mean. She's got such a smug voice, you can hear her smiling. Hang on, smiling. haven't you been on Wiki Shuffle? Yeah, I have. I like well, it. shouldn't you have recommended to listen to no, the episode? I should listen to it was. anyway. But then, <laughs> but then, listen to the advert at the end as well. because on, Honestly, can, she does love you guys. She's so smug, you can actually hear her smiling and it drives me insane. You can, <laughs> she's like... Mm. 
and I just want to oh, fucking slap her. Oh, I love how none of that, none of the face you were pulling was going to ever register, but no. I, I know it and I saw it yeah. and I'm happy with that. And you're going to go and listen to Wiki. You're going to put that in my Sherlock Holmes memory palace. I'm and... trying really hard to remember which episode I was on so I can pimp it, but I can't. I think it was like 70 something. <laughs> it was called um, Vag Bishop. <laughs> oh, lovely. I like it. I'm going to leave that there. I'm yeah, not even going to explain yeah. it. Go and listen to it. It's good. I had a good time. We talked about Masturbatathon. <laughs> Did they give you any hints and tips about how to stay on topic? Because we could use that. Not even a little bit. They've got adverts. They must know how to do a successful podcast. Well, no, because Acast automatically puts adverts in. Oh, That's right. why I won't Sneaky go on Acast. Bastards. Because I don't get a say in what adverts get in there. Right. And I'm like, I'm not having some fucking Ricky Gervais Netflix special original fuck getting added to my podcast because uh, uh, uh. I do not endorse that shit. Not if you're not going to get paid for it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. You news. know, I'm a shill. I don't give a fuck. Give me money. Duncan, episode one. <laughs> so we get to see a little bit of a training montage that really fucked me off. Mm. Because... Splinter is holding a candle. You were and a little upset because like, Donnie failed. And they Leo all fa- won. No, they all failed. Nah, no, they all failed. He right, won. guys, I'm going to tell you what happens. And if you think, I'm going to put a fucking poll on Twitter when this comes out. And you can and tell no, me whether no or not will, I failed. No one will do it. No, yeah, one, will no, no one will answer it. They'll be like, one <laughs> vote and it'll be you. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, and, but I will win. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Don't let Duncan win. So Splinter's holding a candle and he says, right, first rule of ninjiness, stealth, which is the first thing that all turtles forget. Like any incarnation of the turtles, yep. not stealthy. So, Hang on, which one were we watching recently? We said they were actually being stealthy. Shit, I can't remember. Or it was like they, they were the most stealthy they'd been in all of them. Yeah, I've completely forgotten. Oh, my God. But I do remember saying it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So he's holding a candle and he says, right, stealth. First person to fucking blow this candle out without me seeing them does a win. Right. Does so, a win. <laughs> so let me just reiterate that, right? Blows out the candle without being seen. Right? So... I can't remember which order they go in, but <laughs> Raph basically just like barrels at Splinter and Splinter's like, fuck off, mate. I think it's Mikey, <laughs> Donnie, Raph, I think. Yeah, like they all just basically just run at him and make no effort to be stealthy. Leo makes a slight effort to be stealthy in that he climbs up into the rafters of wherever the in, the lair like thing. Yeah, but then stealth, he, nobody saw him. No, he literally drops down in front of Splinter in his face, chops the candle in half, catches the lit end on his sword just in front of everyone and then stands there like a smug arsehole for like 53 minutes <laughs> and then smug blows arsehole, the candle out. I say talented because No, because everyone no, everyone fucking saw him. It doesn't count as stealth <sighs> if you're stealthy up to the point that you fucking jump in front of everyone. Being in front uh, of everyone is the opposite of shitting stealth. Yeah, to be... I mean... As always, I'm wrong. they're stealthy. Shut up. <laughs> they're, they're stealthy for about half of the first episode, and that's it from then well, they're on. They're not even that because there's a bit where they don't. They go yeah, out into the street. Up, they're for hiding some... up in the rafters, and nobody sees them. They're, they're being stealthy. No, I'm sorry. The right, if you're a ninja, right. You're a ninja. If you're a ninja, <laughs> you're a ninja. You're my ninja. <laughs> Such a perv. Why? <laughs> you were like rubbing your temple and nodding at One, me, saying you're my ninja. For starters, <laughs> I was scratching. Second of all, I weren't nodding. 
You were proper like fucking Hugh Hefner in it. <laughs> Do you know what it is that's doing it? It's because I put my arm over the back of the chair and I've got like a very casual sort of like... Casual you know, sexy appeal. Casual um, lean back like shirtless Jeff Goldblum kind of appeal to me right now. Don't go that far. Only oh. shirtless Jeff Goldblum has shirtless Jeff Goldblum appeal. That is true. Not Sorry, I got distracted for a moment He's a much there. hairier man than me and he's much more manly to be fair. <laughs> um, Looking old these days, eh? A little bit, yeah. Oh, God, I channeled you then. <laughs> hey, you hey. hey. You don't look good in uh, whatever that last film was in. Independence Day 2? I don't know, some shit. Not seen it. Uh, neither have I. But I I'm assuming they saved the day. That'll do, yeah. Aliens, <laughs> and then no more aliens. I saw the first um, one. I got the gist, anyway. <laughs> I imagine I'd probably like the second one better because it doesn't involve Will Smith. My mate Rick said the screenplay is not on, like, shoving bricks up your arse. <laughs> what a wonderful review. <laughs> yeah, he said he really enjoyed it, but it was fucking stupid, and the screenplay was like shoving bricks. It was written as if... So it's, I can't remember the exact wording of it, but he's, he distinctly used, remember him using the phrase stuffing bricks up my arse or something like that. So I'm presuming it wasn't well written. Yeah, I can imagine. I've totally <laughs> lost track of what I was going to say. Stealth. Uh, oh, yeah. If you're, so, in, so you're, if ninja, you're a ninja, right, you know how to disappear like that, right? Right? Right. Yes. There's a bit where Raph is standing straight out in the middle of the street and some purple dragons are coming out of a door and he's like, oh, oh. Ah, where do I go? And they're teenager. all like, Raph, Raph, hide, you prick. Raph, stop being a bell and just hide. Where does he go? Into their He's van. a teenager. He doesn't know any better. Plus, they need He's to forward the plot. He's a fucking idiot. They need to forward the plot. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it is a bit of a contrived way for them to like get to where they're going and find out that the purple dragons are evil mm-hmm. instead of the fact that they just robbed a store. Yeah. Because the turtles were up on the street because mouses came and basically ate their lair. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because there's kind of two different plots and one yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, the purple dragon stuff doesn't really go anywhere, does it? No, but neither does the mouses until no, the next few episodes. No, it does because episodes. it gets them their yeah, new lair. Yeah, I suppose. But they like, have to go, they find that new place. Yeah, but we never they? even saw much of the old lair, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It seems like an odd way to open it. This is something I wanted to bring up about this series is... It's the only one that I've seen that really plays on the fact that they are literally living in shit. Because I don't know, if you've looked at any of the water that's ever shown, it is brown as fuck. Mm. Brown as fuck. It looks dirty as balls on a sweaty yeah. hot day. Like, it just... It's just... Oh, and it really stressed me out. I'm Hang skipping on, what ahead was that? Dirty as balls? On a sweaty hot day. Misandry. <laughs> Dirty your balls. I'm glad I found oh, that. Oh, I'm, wait, what? I'm, almost, I'm happy I found out what that word means for the comedic value alone. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's a little it's, bit. It's not even. And yet you're laughing. So it is. I'm laughing to prevent myself from punching you right in the face. <laughs> the difference is, you know that I'm doing it ironically and winding you up. Uh, like I do with your 25 sugars in your tea. <laughs> I love you, Don. Three sugars. It's one more than two, which is an acceptable social amount of sugars. What the fuck is wrong with you and everyone else? Why do I always get flack for this? Three sugars. Do you know what? Anybody think the world was ending? Go fuck yourself. How'd you like that, eh? You put too much milk in tea. There, I said it. You asked for more milk, you silly Yeah, shit. well, nobody else knew that until you said it, did they, eh? You prick. Oh, Carry on. God. <laughs> Love you. Skipping ahead a couple of episodes, there's a bit where April... I'm taking April... that present back now, but fuck yourself. Fuck you, it lights up, I'm having it. I'm going to open it in a bit on here and see, yeah, see how that boy. goes, podcast-wise. Yeah, do you know what? Um, that's going to be really weird, because that's more of a YouTube thing, is an unboxing. Yeah, Hit check out my makeup, makeup haul. Yeah. A haul video. Um, 
Hall really a what? Have you never heard of these? H A U L Hall. I thought you were saying Hall. No, it, Hall Hall. <laughs> oh, they might have them, but they'd probably be on Pornhub. But um, with with these Hall videos. Oh, an unboxing video. On oh God! Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I dread to think. Especially after they've been on the biscuit run. Um, <laughs> Call back <laughs> to many episodes ago. And not even of this. No, of the parlour. Yeah. Go and listen to it. Was it fifty? It's all right. It was 50. Yeah, it's go fifty. But 50. yeah, but the good thing is it's all on the same iTunes feed, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like they've got to go somewhere else for get in, it. Get but it. there's a bit in the sewer. And April's riding around in a fucking crop top. And a poo floats by. It, <laughs> it may as well do. Because, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the worst part uh, is... She'd have got it in a belly button. Yeah, exactly. It's always out on display. <laughs> oh, that's gross. You almost did a crang impression then. And she does... She's not the worst part. <laughs> because she wears all... The, she always wears the same clothes, so she's still wearing them pooey combat trousers like yeah, two man. or three episodes later. Yeah, nobody addresses the fact that they are literally running around in shit. But anyway. But. Yeah, so... So they, they're in a van. Oh, there's a shower in that new layer then. Yeah, me too, man. No wonder people run away from us. Not so much because they look like turtles, because they stink as shit. Yeah. I don't know why it's taken 14 episodes for me to address that. <laughs> I feel like I've missed out on an opportunity to like mine a small nugget of comedy gold, if you will. Go on, I'm sure nobody said that. No, that, that was it. Just oh, that was, it was that, ob- <laughs> that minor Sorry. observation. <laughs> But I'm just annoyed with myself for only really. Um, it was. It took you. Thank you. You are a good co-host. You helped me uh, dislodge that from my brain by mentioning the poo. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. Your immaturity and my immaturity <laughs> match quite nicely. We are like a jigsaw with you know wavy edges or something. Deadpool related. All right. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm not going to bone you though. All right. <laughs> That's his job. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure well, that really dera- that derailed that conversation. Well, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so, 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 so they're in the van. Then they're out the van. I forget what happened. I wasn't really paying attention because I was bored. Right, Raph <laughs> jumps in the van because he's a great fucking. Well, he, he's a tool, but he can't. I think it's because they're teenagers mm-hmm. and they panic and they are still training. Mm-hmm. I know it's a stupid thing. Fuck you. It's a kids' TV program. They have a lot of. There's not many kids' TV programs that don't have contrived reasons mm-hmm. for things happening. Right. Shit, there's a lot of movies for grown-ups that have got contrived reasons yeah. for things happening. Anyway, I'm looking at Jurassic World for that one. Anyway. <laughs> why is the T-Rex paddocks right next to the, the food court? At why what point so in human in the human future are we going to be so non-plus by regular dinosaurs they need to make us a new one? <laughs> Duncan, people still go to SeaWorld, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. At, like, in the droves, they go to the SeaWorlds and... Sea, sea parks and such, and people sea love life. it. Oh, they love it. We went to a sea life not long ago. Yeah, man. And we watched turtles so and at, things swimming at what around. Point, at what point in the human, in the future of humans, are we going to go? Do you know what? That T Rex is cool, but fuck, man, I'd love a bigger dinosaur. No, get a, out of my a face. Scarier one. Yeah, get out of my fucking face. No way are we engineering. In a new dinosaur because people are bored with pterodactyls. Do you know what I'd have saved them some money just bunging a few roller coasters in there? Yeah, man. Job done. You know, SeaWorld are evil and all that. Blackfish, blah, 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 and everything. But I tell you what. It's all about, you know, dinosaurs and shit. They've got some really good roller coasters at SeaWorld. (laughs) It's really bad. It is terrible how they treat those animals, but they've got one great big one that takes you underwater. It's awesome. (laughs) I hate roller coasters. They're scary. I Um, don't. So. Who love them? They come out of the van. And they're all ready for a fight, but they're ninjas. Mm-hmm. Foot ninjas. No, one of them does. The other ones. Now, what? Right. So Raph gets on, in the van. Out, Raph gets in the van. They uh, they follow the van. 
uh, this big armored car that they've stolen. Donnie breaks Raph out because obviously he's Donnie, so he like picks the lock and everything. He jumps out. Um, they're being dead stealthy whilst everyone's shouting about, as usual. The purple dragons find them. They beat the fuck out of the purple dragons. And then all of a sudden the foot ninjas appear. Which, that's the only time in five episodes they actually show up. You know, it's mostly the purple dragons that oh, yeah. they deal with. Uh, but I'm assuming that's just to set the scene for what's going to come later. Um, sort of building up to what's to come. So they get in a, a couple of pretty good fights. I mean, the fighting, like you said yourself, the yeah. fights are pretty Fight decent. sequences are actually really good. Yeah, they take um, a lot from Hong Kong cinema. and like. I mean, they even have a few crouching tiger in dragon moments where you've got like the foot ninjas running along the walls and stuff like mm. that. You know, some good stuff in it, but it's not the slapsticky, you know, knocking people over a lot. Well, I was going to say, if, um, like, in rewatching some of the 87 show, I realised that there's a lot of fights in inverted commas huh. in that that are actually just somebody getting tripped over by Donnie's bow staff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like out of the shadows, isn't it? Where, yeah. like, nobody really hits anybody. It's all just knocking everybody over yeah. and stuff. People or get like, slapped about. Yeah, or, like, knocking over a shelf so it comically tips all its stuff on mm. someone. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, I'm sure there's an episode where they're, like, in a restaurant and one of them, like, fucking lobs a lettuce at someone's head or something. Sounds about it's, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bit bizarre. Yeah, this I think I think this show what it tries to do is go like the to reference it again the Batman animated series route of being a, not too dark for kids but a little bit darker. So because mm. in that respect it's uh, worth applauding that it's not trying to insult its audience by treating them like they're fucking stupid, mm. but at the same time it's still very kiddie, and in times it's not. Mm. Like in the last episode that we watched, like well, again we'll get to that, but. Like the 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 score leads you. It's very it's, that's a very kids show kind of score where it's very obvious and on the nose. But then like mm. some of the things that happen are a little bit dark. Like at the end of the first episode, when the turtles they beat up as many foot ninjas as they can, but they realise they're greatly outnumbered. And that mm. was another thing as well. They're not really able to. They're only fighting them to sort of a standstill. They're not mm. able to defeat them because again they're still. This is pretty early days. Mm. Uh, turtles year one, if you like. <laughs> Turtles begins. Um, sorry. Anyway, um, you edit out all the times I say sorry in an episode about a shit joke because I think you should. But anyway, that's neither here nor tither. Um, but yeah, they fight them off. They get into the Donny Hotwise the van. They drive away. Chuck out a bag of money to these two coppers who are slightly recurring characters. I think they're supposed to be Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. I think. Oh. I, th- I think. I could be completely wrong, but mm. I swear I read that. And I, again, I could be completely wrong. But they take the they take that back to their lair and they find well the new lair. That's weird though because they find Shrek, they find Splinter, and I can't mm. remember how because he's got. Well, this they'd new... arranged to meet somewhere, and then Mouse oh, right, okay, ate through it. to the new place, didn't they? That's so Splinter it. was like, "Hey, see this place? Look, there's an even better place." And they just walk That's through it, yeah. like a big mouse hole. <laughs> but it kind of ends there. They park the thing up. They park up the armored car, which. Um, We'll come back into play later, uh, and then you get you cut to the top of this big high rise building, and there's the shredder mm-hmm. without his armor on and everything, just in like a gi, uh, and like you said, no no damaged face or nothing, yeah. strangely. Looking quite handsome for a shredder. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's all right. It looks better than the one from the new series, anyway. Christ, it's not as all fucked up as he is. Yeah. But uh, he's very pissed off with this one purple dragon guy for for screwing up, which I'd argue if he'd given him a chance to explain himself that someone beat the fuck out of him that. They probably. It mm. would, I don't know why he decided to kill him. 
which he does off camera. But again, that's what I mean to the, but the point screaming. of this. Yeah, that's what I mean to the point of this show at times being like, oh, gee, you know, that's you know, for a kids' program, mm. it's um, it's a bit rough. Mm. Oh, it had some. I mean, in later series, it had some pretty dark moments. Like mm. I told you about that Baxter Stockman episode that they didn't air mm. because of how fucked up it was for a kids' show. I want to watch that now. Is yeah, it watchable? Is well, it, I'd, I'd is imagine it show. I can't. I, I've not seen it. I, just, I read about it on Cracked. I didn't even realize. This episode ends on a very maniacal laugh. No, I thought it was just a scream. It's the guy screaming, isn't it? Isn't Shredder doing like a proper maniacal laugh? I wrote it down, but maybe I'll confuse the episodes. I don't know. But, well, anyway, well, that's, this is the episode with um, the uh, ninja-esque line that makes me laugh. Yeah. 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 I like that. So That was cute. So it, was, it was my little two wrath. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Like, so are these guys ninjas? Like, well, they're definitely ninja esque. Like that made me laugh. Mikey, bless him, is very hit and miss. Yeah, in this, um, I mean, I Mind think he's he always like that. Yeah, yeah, he's um, just like a kind of a shot, a sh- a gatling gun of one-liners and jokes. Yeah, some of them land and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. The second episode is where he uses the, um, he sort of recycles the can we keeper line, but but specifically changes it to can I keeper. Which I really swear he said, freaked, can we keep her? I'm pretty sure he said I. And it freaked we. me out because I was like, oh, oh Answers so on a creepy. postcard. So creepy though, mate. So creepy. Like, what does he want to keep her yeah, for? But I've told, I already said Is this he before. a sex pest? You're putting too much into this, you are. You're reading too much into this because of previous iterations where Mikey's been a bit rapey. No, all right? he's always rapey. Not always. He's, he's just, got his you know, shell tight near like him. Not him like, the one in the, the one in the, the one in the, as a sex Tw- is it slave. 24- yeah, the 2014 <laughs> one is really rapey. Yeah, right? in that lot. In the, the, the... a stalker in that. Like yeah, he's a legit he's really stalker. Bad. He's not in the in out of the shadows. I don't think he's but... not as bad. No, but in the first one, he's really yeah. bad. He's really sex pesty. Yeah, but um, like if I that was a, if that was but a situation I'm... with two human people, mm. I would tell my friend to report him to the police. Yeah, I'd be like, that man is following you around and serenading you. And and mm-hmm. talking about how he wants you to be his girl and whatevs and fucking no, I'm not having a bar of these. Go and have a look in the bushes, see if he's left any DNA evidence, <laughs> because eventually watching's not enough. Yeah. I've watched CSI, I know how the minds work. How it goes. Anyway, <laughs> I shouldn't really be joking about it's a serious thing, but anyway, what? Don't what are you looking at me like that for? Fuck you. I didn't look at you like anything. Yeah, you did. You're looking at me as if to say, like, oh, you're a monster. Fuck you. Don't oh, judge me. I love me. you. You're not a monster. You're just a bit weird. Like Michelangelo. A bit? <laughs> um, yeah, I also have a 50 50 fail rate when it comes to jokes <laughs> as well, to be fair. And have been no. Not you sec- are- I wouldn't say. My- Don't you fucking start because his sister <laughs> called me a fucking. said I was rapey, the bitch. <laughs> and if I didn't like her so much, I'd have slapped her. A bit rapey. <laughs> God, I don't know if I can keep this in, but I wanna. What? <laughs> Just what this in the whole lap? section. <laughs> Jeez. So episode two is called the Bear Mousetrap. Why are you saying you can't keep it in? You're acting as if I've actually admitted to being like that. Anyway. No, it's just. It's just a bit of a defamation of your own character there, isn't it? Um, what are you trying to say? Nothing. Oh, oh, it's a def... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting oh, I'm getting very yeah, defensive, dear. You are. And I'm acting as Chilly if... Chilly beat. Did you oh. just rub my lumpy scar tissue? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, <laughs> you I looked really freaked out for a moment. No, and that's it's... what happens when Rich sometimes gives me a hug and then realises he's touching it and he's like... Yeah. <laughs> 
Guys, I had a cyst removed on my back and now there's a lump of scar tissue there that is so lumpy. I didn't want to ask because I felt <laughs> awkward. So I'm glad <laughs> like, you brought do, it up. Do all. you know it's there? <laughs> I do now. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> So, Sorry. let's talk about this now. So, in the second episode... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go on. We're just going to move on. So, in the Sorry. second episode, I, why did I almost call her Rachel? We were just watching Friends. April of... <laughs> Stop looking like such a fucking fanny. <laughs> Misogyny. <laughs> I was just going to say, you can't shape misandry at that, but... Damn you. Got a fucking answer for everything, are you? Which, which April accuses uh, Casey Jones of. <sighs> Episode two. April appears. She's in a crop top and we hate it. She's yeah, working in like the lab late one night. I'm making that joke again because <laughs> I think you missed it earlier. And <laughs> Which one? <laughs> About working in the lab late one night. What's that from? Oh my god! It's from don't the you start! Mash. Don't start with it's from me. The song, the Monster Mash, because it's almost right, Halloween. I know it's almost Halloween. Duncan. We're not wearing outfits. Although escape. by the time this comes out, it won't even be close to Halloween, but <laughs> it will have been and gone. But it really fucked me off that she's trying to work in the lab. Now I know she's not working with like bodily fluids. It's not like she's like a like a, like a lab what, technician chemicals. like Paulie's, like our mate Paul who works mm. in a hospital and deals with blood and poo and pee samples and stuff. Lovely. Gross. He has to make a poo clock sometimes. Really? Yeah, exactly. So Do Jen deal with poo and that and all? Probably. I'm not sure what Jen does. I swear she said she did. Anyway. Plays, plays in poo. But um They'd have to pay me a lot and I'd tell you what, I'd never eat sandwiches at work. I wouldn't eat anything at work, I don't think. No. Nothing with nothing no finger foods. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finger your foods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, if you've been what was playing, I no, if you're dealing with poo, you won't. Okay, so I know they're not working with bodily fluids and shit, right? But I have the feeling that if you're in a situation where you have to wear a lab coat to protect your own clothes and stuff, you should possibly protect your own midriff too mm. from, you know, I don't know. Or at least close on. a lab coat up if, you've got, if you're going to dress like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's not even like it doesn't look very. She doesn't look like a slut or anything. No, it's no. not like you couldn't like you couldn't like accuse it of being sexist and gross or anything. Although you, I suppose maybe you could because it, it she's looks... the only one showing that much skin. But no, okay. Casey Jones always wears a vest and yeah, he's always got his fucking beef count. beefcake guns out. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's always got his. He he's has always got good guns. He's always like. Um, does anybody know know the number for a good vet? Because these swans are sick. Oh dear. Anybody got any duct tape? Because I'm ripped. Would you like two tickets? Oh. Say what for? What for? Say the gun show. Oh, no. Didn't know that was coming. <laughs> Didn't know that was coming. So I hate her design for a start, and I think her voice is terrible too. God, I'm so judgmental. Um, no, it, do you know what? Again, like you say, it's, it's not like a. It's not like a, she looks slutty. She's not I don't overly sexualised. She, she looks. But... It, inappropriate for the it, God am I getting job? old because she looks at yeah she looks like she's inappropriately dressed for work you can't wear that few clothes and go to work that's shocking if she's working in a lab she should have a shirt well, on and a pair of trousers it, do you know it's what it's not appropriate here's a little story and it's not a spoiler but I need to tell you a little Doctor Strange based story <sighs> I, I went to see Doctor Strange the other day in a preview and there was a scene where a woman who is a A&E nursey doctor type. Not Ra- it's not Rachel McAdams, is it? Yeah. All right. Gives him oh, no, a hug. She gives him a hug and she's very obviously wearing very dark blue or black nail varnish. Mm. And I was like, no. At, like immediate, because I work in the NHS, immediately <laughs> I was like, you're dossing around inside inside bits of patients. 
No. Mm. You, you can't wear rings, you can't wear watches, you can't wear nail varnish, you can't wear earrings, you have to have your hair up and possibly in a net, depending on what it is you're doing in there. You can't like wear perfume. You have to, you can't wear open toed shoes. Like there's so many rules about what you can and can't do in and around a hospital when you work mm. there that there's absolutely no way she's running around with nail varnish in an A and E. And that really fucked me off. And Is I that was, why you don't like scrubs? No, I, d- I don't dislike scrubs. I just don't love scrubs. Because they're always made up, aren't they? There's a few female yeah. doctors in it that aren't, but for the most part, they're all like all the yeah, female not, doctors and nurses and stuff are quite well made up. It's not that it. it I think for this for this movie, I don't know why it just riled me up, but it's because that it's a very close up of her hand as she's hugging mm. him, and I was like, "Ooh, now varnish, no," <laughs> which just goes to show the level of nitpickery that goes through my brain sometimes. But I really enjoyed the film. So in I'm a private sure. hospital of all places, as well. I tell you, I tell you. Benedict Cumberbatch is a beautiful, beautiful man, but that's irrelevant to... Can I just ask, is his American accent a bit shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost entirely shit, but I did not care. I knew it would be. I knew he wasn't going to be a great choice because he's got that sort of like Hugh Laurie thing where he sounds like he's an Englishman really trying to put an American accent. Mm-hmm. There are certain English people whose voices are a little bit too posh and you can hear it. He's mm-hmm. not like uh, like a Colin Farrell, where his Irish accent lends quite nicely to an American accent, because a lot of the American accent is derived from the Irish that moved over there. Mm-hmm. Not all, but like um, it tend, they tend to have an easier time of, of of putting it on, unless they're Brendan Gleeson, in which case it's fucking terrible. <laughs> but <clears throat> this is an accent hour. So. Yes, it is. It is now. You have <laughs> made now. it that. No, I, I, I kind of thought that that would be the case, but he looks spot on. He's a good actor. Oh, know. yeah. He looks amazing. Speaking of accents, Michelangelo does a Scottish one in this episode. Did you notice <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, he does. He does a terrible uh, Scotty impression, doesn't he, from yeah. Star Trek? I've got no power or something along he those lines. He does it in another one of the episodes, and it's equally as bad. I wonder if it's, like, I imagine it That's must it. be it's really the fifth difficult. That's one. Is, is is, I'm giving it all I've got. I'm giving it all I've got, Captain. And again, it sounds all, it sounds worse than mine. The thing mine is, mine ain't great. And I don't know whether, like, I feel like I should give people more leeway in terms of voice acting because it must be really hard to try and do a Michelangelo voice and then add Scottish to yeah. it. Because it can't just be your natural voice doing a Scottish accent. Because I imagine that guy's natural voice isn't. Michelangelo's voice. Not a surfery kind of dude. Yeah, and if he is... See, I did like that because they, in this one they gave them their own proper personalities. Mm. That is a, that's a plus point for this. Because if you remember in the original, they're all kind of sarcastic quipsters. Yeah. They're Whereas in this... Pretty Mike much is, interchangeable. Yeah, in this one you can tell them apart a bit easier. Yeah, Leo's mm. voice is a bit whiny, but he's a bit more of the sort of stoic leader type, even though he's... Mm. I mean, they all have the moments where they, where they give one-liners, but... Raph's got his, you know, he's he's the hothead with the Brooklyn-y mm. accent. Donnie's the techie, nerdy type one. Leo's the leader, and like Mikey's the fun times surfer kind of dude who's mm-hmm. always quipping. And, and, and I did like that, but and pop culture referencing. Yeah, yeah, bless him. But he tries. I have a question to any listeners who are from or have lived in New York: Are rats that big of a deal? Because the media, especially the turtles, has given me the impression that like there are as many rats just casually strolling around New York doing their shopping and shit as there are like human people. I don't think it matters because apparently, and I don't know if no, I think this was London. I think it's any big city you mm. can't avoid it because it's I reckon, isn't it in London. They reckon you never more than about like 
was it five foot away from a rat or mm. something like that? But, but you won't way, see them. But in this episode and in lots of other things I've seen that pertain to New York and rats, they kind of act like there are so many rats out there that they're literally all over the streets at all times. And that mm. can't be true because they'd be littered with like diseases and plates and shit. Like they're obviously no, all in I the think, sewers. I think it's a case part. of that there are. Except badass pizza rats. Pizza rat. You're not aware of pizza rat. No. Oh my god. There was a whole thing. I think it was either earlier this year or late last year. This whole thing on, on the internet, uh, this video of a rat just taking a fucking mahoosive slice of pizza down to the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And people were like, oh my god, is this Splinter picking up dinner for the kids? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, I like that already. <laughs> you'll watch it and you'll be probably a little bit disappointed, but it is a bit a bit wonderful watching this rat. Just I'm not going like, to watch oh, it now because I'm kind of happy. Pizza. I'm kind of happy with the visual you've painted in my in my mind's eye. Are you picturing him in a little gear? Yeah? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just picturing like a really big rat dragging a slice of pizza and it's adorable, but I don't want to ruin it now because it's probably not going to be. Pizza but rat. it's probably a case of that when I say, you know, I say about like you're never more than five foot away. I'm imagining it's not there are literally a rat every five feet. It's more probably there's that many in and around, mm. maybe in the sewer, maybe not, that they are, that that's how, that, that it works out roughly. That's how many there would be. Do you know what I mean? Like on average, there would be one every five foot, but there isn't because that's ridiculous. Because they'd be in the walls, they'd be in like you'd just be stepping over them. It's just that they're all underground or hidden. Because I've seen them pop out at night and stuff when I'm out and about delivering for work. So just I saw a fox out. in the street the other day and it snarled at me and I shit myself. Oh, I hate urban foxes. I don't hate them, but urban foxes are the worst because they're not scared of you. Yeah, I thought it was going to eat my fucking face. They got really sharp looking teeth. Do you want to know if you scare if you want to scare a fox, mark your territory, so piss on it. I'm not going to get my vagina out. For a fox. Well, just in case, carry a spray bottle of wee. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You've anyway. got to shit on everything I come out with, haven't you, you? Oh, I shit on my wee like bottle. All potential attackers away, though, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. <laughs> Especially if you have like a proper asparagus, asparagus, asparagusy piss. <laughs> Couldn't even get that out of Once I ate so much beetroot that my wee went purple and I panicked. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, what am I doing off? Do that. They won't realise, and then they'll be like, oh, it's beetroot piss. And then your attacker will run away and leave you alone. Oh, jeez, I should market that anyway. So <laughs> my notes for this episode uh, were basically, why is it in lots of Turtles things Raph considers Splinter Jr. to be an insult to Leo? Because Splinter's a bit of a fucking badass, actually. Yeah, but he's just trying to rip on him because he's the other one's usually a sarcastic, fearless leader or mm. teacher's pet or something like that because he's usually it's the case of he's the most talented in the ninja arts kind of thing mm. because he's, that's all he does is he studies that and that's kind of I think that's why people tend to think he's pretty boring but I like him because he's a badass fighter and he's got the coolest weapon boring. your so, guy fights with a fucking stick mate yeah and he still fucking wins all the yeah. time don't need no blades fool. unless oh, he's the ginter in the shit out of it do you know what's really stupid you know in that last episode Nano in that, um, mm. fighting that thing he, he slices off its arm with the stick. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I was really annoyed by it. So I was like, oh, this makes wonderful. no fucking sense. Anyway, we'll get there. So this is the episode where we get to see Baxter Stockman, you know, producing the mouses for the Shredder. Proper and... Baxter Stockman as well. Comics Baxter yeah, Stockman. Yeah, I like, I like, Afri- like African-American gentleman. I like this Baxter Stockman and I like the voice actor for this guy. So, mm. you know, that's a win for this Baxter Stockman because he's the only guy I seem to like. <laughs> One thing that's exceptionally creepy about him is that he is incredibly comfortable with killing. Yeah. Because he catches April dicking about 
in the lab. Yeah, testing figuring to out see because she said there was something shit. wrong with the mouse and she wanted to see what it was. Yeah, and she finds out that he was actually just going to, I don't know, I forget what he was going to do. That's it, yeah, Rob Banks yeah. and she's... Um, yeah, but that would have fallen to pieces because you know when he does the first robbery mm. and they burst out, they're, they're hidden under like smoking debris or something. Mm. Unless those mouses have got little smoke projectors in them, that will that will clear pretty quickly, and yeah. they'll see what they they'll see what it is that's robbing. Like oh, anyway, yeah, that's true. Plus, surely um, it wouldn't take that long to put two and two together. Like, hang on a minute, this guy's created this device that can chew through walls to catch mice, which sounds like a terrible plan, by the way. Yeah, because they they're all like, we're going to release them in the sewers, and that well, won't that crumble your entire like yeah. society? Because some of those walls are going to be load bearing walls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible plan. <laughs> it's an absolute nightmare. Plus, plan. as I've said before, them stupid things, they're on two feet. If they fall over, they've not got anything to prop them back up again. Yeah, they're ridiculous design wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically is like, hated oh, the shit. oh shit. What the problem for me is I love the look of them and the idea of them, but just give them a little arm or something that they can. All the times that they used to, like in the old Turtles arcade game, when they grab onto me and I have to like shake them off because they're biting you on the arm. I fucking hate them stupid mouses. <laughs> Um, but he catches April figuring out his plan, and so he's like, "Ah, you know too much. I'm not gonna, you know, you know, you, you're gonna die." And I was like, "Oh, he's so casual about it. He's done this before. Like mm-hmm. he's absolutely straight up murdered somebody before." Yeah, but I, I kind of liked that because mm-hmm. he he was a bit like um, predating, but a bit like the IDW Baxter Stockman, just like this really egotistical sociopathic motherfucker, like. Because he he's like that in in the IDW series. He's mm. really egotistical. He's got that. He's got the line in this where he's, um, she says like, oh, "I can't I can't believe everybody's now going to know that I work for the Baxter Stockman." He says, um, uh, "Oh, you flatter me, Miss O'Neill. I like that." Like I was like, "That's that's really good. I quite enjoyed it." <laughs> but he sort of picks her up and drops her in the midst of all these mouses, and then basically sets them to kill yeah. her. Like he programs them just to focus on mm. her and do a murder. So she. This escapes. was this one was very much like the second episode of the second issue of the Mirage series because yeah. that's what happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Minus like the old frizzy perm hair she used to have in the eighties. <laughs> I love a frizzy perm. And, you know, she looks almost exactly top. like my aunt Lisa when she was like eighties. Eighties, my aunt Lisa. Although <laughs> she's got the same. Ha- funnily enough, she's got the same hair as my mum used to have in the eighties <laughs> as well. I think that was just the hair mm. that people had. My mum looks older in the 80s than she does now, and she's in the 50s. I think the same about my aunt, and it must be the hair. <laughs> mm. It's the style as well, the fashion. Anyway. Yeah. So she runs into the sewers and gets covered in all the shit water. And that no, don't the turtles... Um, don't yeah, they, don't they're they in the sewer her. with her. They save her in the sewer. Oh, she manages to escape from the mouse, is that yeah, right? Yeah, and, okay. and then she passes out in the sewer because turtles. Right. And then can we keep her? Yeah, but I no, thought that was a you. nice callback to the original movie. And I say, I, I don't like think it's... See, I don't think... It, I think you're reading into it too much. I think it's, it's I just think a it's... reversal of, like, if somebody finds... Mm. When you see that old trope of somebody finding a, an animal and going, can we keep it? That kind of thing. But it's because yeah, it's an I animal finding a human. It, yeah, I understand that's what it was going for. But for me, I don't know if it's just because I'm a woman, but there's definitely an element of, like, sex slave about it. Like... Like, in the sense of... Like, You've got what, problems, mate. It's a like, kids' TV programme. What would he want to keep her for? For his amusement. Eh? Eh? Uh, and it's just... I think it's just seeing it from the eyes of a woman. Don't be weird. If, any, if anybody... Beings. If anybody... No, they really are. If anybody ever, like, said that about me, I would assume, oh, I'm getting straight up bummed and everything, like... Bummed <laughs> Why do you go straight to that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how turtles like it. Oh, God. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, 
like I yeah, like if somebody said that about me, like if I overheard like four like giant turtle men talking about me and one of them said, Can we keep her? I'd be like, Oh great, I'm getting ravaged by turtle cock. Oh. Like, <laughs> Horrific. That's, that's the end of that episode. Yeah, and I'm the one who's got problems. Alright. <laughs> Look at the time, man. <clears throat> we should really fucking Come on. Come on. Stop so, going on tangents, Stacey. You never catch three, me doing Attack of the Mouses. Yeah, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> so, this... Wait, hang on. Can I just ask, though? You put, like, no, you don't know you big weirdo. Yeah. Oh, it's can I keep her? Can I keep right, her? Okay. No, you big weirdo. Can um, I keep her? Yes, you can. No, 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 no. So, in episode three, April does the sensible thing of having a total fucking freak out. Mm. I liked this because there's been too many iterations of the turtles where April's like, oh, no, you're weird, faints, wakes up and goes, ah, okay, I guess I accept it. Yeah, but they did that in the eight, uh, 89 film where she freaks out and starts screaming when she sees them all. <laughs> Doesn't she pass out again in this? And then when she wakes up, like, for a third time, she's like, okay, either I'm yeah, dreaming she... or everything's gone to shit, so we may as well just carry on, like, what's happening? Yeah, that's pretty much... Well, I mean, you know, you're paraphrasing a little bit. I don't think she said it's gone to shit, but... (laughs) I could have been... This might have been one of the moments when I stopped paying attention. I do have that problem. Well, I was going to say, this bit is the bit where you could stop paying attention because it's the rehashing of the turtle's origins. Yeah, yeah. And who cares at this point? (laughs) I know. I mean, I'm so glad it's short. Like, and we didn't get a full episode of it Yeah, but to be fair, you've got to think... I mean, in 2003, like, this is... God, how many years after the original series? You know, this yeah, is an entirely new generation yeah. that may not have heard, have seen it. Um, look, it it holds no interest to us. We know what it is. It's never really been changed. Mm. Even the one in the live new like newest live action movie wasn't that much of a deviation. No, it just added the fact that April O'Neil's dad was pretty much and the shred and the fake shredder was um you know the the, the impetus behind becoming what they are now, but. Mm. No, it's, it, it is, from, look, for us, yeah, it's annoying, I get it. I don't want to hear it for like the five million times. It's like with Batman, I'm and sick Spider-Man. of hearing his fucking, it. yeah. Sick of Batman's parents dying, sick of seeing Spider-Man mm. getting bit by a spider. We get it, spider, I get it. My next note on this was, naked splinter's a bit weird, eh? Which is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> be- yeah, sorry. Before he gets his gear, but he's partially... And he's just like a giant rat yeah. standing upright on two he on his hind legs. He looks like so weird. I was like, oh, yeah. put your clothes on, mate. <laughs> He looks like a. He looks more like a rat in this though, because you know he's mm. got like the weird sort of bow leg, like you sort of, you know, how rat Bumpy, legs are like thick legs. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like rat's yeah. hind legs, but he's up on him and walking fine, as mm. he, you know, presumably would be if he's, a, if he's an anthropomorphic rat. But mm. no, it's uh, yeah, without the gee, he looks odd. Yeah, there's uh, there's no explanation in this of Harry knows me. Ninjutsu because no, he no, seems no, to, to be just fair, be, he says, but he that's just says he's gonna... for another time. Yeah, that yeah. does come up. But... Yeah, I was gonna say I hope it, they do tell that story another time because it pissed me right off. Because the first thing I thought as soon as he finished the story was how does he know ninjutsu? And then April was like, how did you know ninjutsu? And he was like, oh, that is for another time. And I was like, oh, it's all right. JJ it? Abrams gets away with that shit all the time, and nobody says anything about it. So if they, if he can do it, then why the fuck can't these lot? And and the better part, they actually do tell you later on. It's just further down the line. That's all. You'll find out. That's fair enough. I don't know from my notes what happens in the rest of this episode, and I can't remember. Uh, it's another. It's a carry on, pretty much, because it's um, they wind up fighting the mouses again. Because this is when Baxter Stockman sends them out to to start robbing, robbing banks and whatnot. Oh yeah, and there's um, very obvious mouse footprints. Yeah, that's it. Very you know, obvious. You can put one, two and two together, <laughs> and the turtles stop him. They they blow up his building, the Shredder kidnaps 
Baxter Stockman because he's been working for him all along. Mm. What a twist! And, uh, <laughs> I thought, I, thought I'd do that. I thought I'd do that again for you because I know you enjoyed it so much last time. Yeah, he, he kidnaps him, takes him off and then mutilates him, I think, I'm pretty sure, because he says, like, you know, there's, uh, there's punishment for, for fucking up. Now I'm paraphrasing. And then again, you hear him, like, you hear him screaming, going, no, no, no. Yeah, and no, he doesn't cool. kill him. I think he, like, chops his arm off or some shit like fucking that. I don't know. I can't remember exactly Jeez. what. He does something to him because, like I said to you, he keeps steadily getting mutilated by the shredder for every failure that he has. That sounds and so. And so he's just a head in it, like head in a jar. It's my head in a jar. Um. <laughs> but that's how that one ends, and that's the that's the end of the actual first arc. Mm. I thought it was a five episode arc. Yeah, and you made me watch the other two episodes. They're yeah. all very good. Fourth one was all right. It's all right. It's very forgettable though, isn't it? It's very standard. Yeah. Raph has a anger hissy fit and the fifth one's very sort of monster of the week we need to talk about the fifth one because i'm stressed out by it so because the end bit yeah i'm going to talk about it really Mm. briefly so the fourth one was just basically meeting casey jones and he was all right wasn't he yeah but again i wish he'd stop wearing a fucking vest even late at night he's not Mm. he's going to be cold new york is not a warm city put a jacket on or something i've never been key might be able to tell us it's actually quite warm over there apparently when he was there it was like 27 degrees or something oh fair enough then but it's still probably cold at night um, yeah, you would think so. Um, but episode... Not warm enough to wear jogging bottoms and a vest. I... Yeah, I don't understand the outfit choices in this. Baggy pants and a fucking crop top. Ah. Um, so episode five is called Nano because it's about this little nanotech thing that, that sort of... I don't really understand it because I wasn't paying much attention, but it can sort of sort of take over like inanimate right. objects and create a, a robot body out of it. It's that usual thing in TVs and TVs, TV and movies, where mm. nanotechnology is basically magic and does whatever the plot needs it to. <laughs> yeah. So in this particular instance, I think initially the the woman who's like who's helping to mech it says that they've made it for like doing microscopic surgery inside people, mm. but they're, they're testing it on like taking things to pieces. But it's got the mind of like a three-year-old. And it winds up escaping from its containment cell and hooking up with like this street peddler who's a little bit del boyish. Yeah. Peddling shitty shitty wares on the street and then pickpocketing. Pick yeah, pickpocketing people. The the nano thing reassembles all of his shitty little toy robots into a body for itself and thinks it's his dad and he starts using it to rob stores. This is another thing I'd say for my comparison to Batman the animated series. Because that program had a lot of, apart from the shredder in this, obviously, mm. he's just a knob. And he gets more and more of a knob as you keep watching the program, because you, I'll tell you why later. Mind you, it's a 13-year-old program, like anybody yeah, gives a fuck. Just tell he's me a what. neutron. Oh, well, that's different. He's a neutron called Shrell, but they find out that this particular neutron has been on planet Earth since, like, feudal Japan. Oh. And he's just been a wanker all the time. <laughs> Basically, like even the other Brilliant. even the other Utrons don't want anything to do with him because he's he's just like this horrible bastard <laughs> and he wants to destroy everything. Do you not remember he was an Utron in the Turtles Forever because they find oh, him yes, again? Of course. And he's he's such a ba- he's such an evil bastard that he beats the crap out of the normal Shredder <laughs> and Krang without his robot body. Because they defr- they defrost him, you remember? And he goes ape shit and beats the fuck out of him because they're like, "What's this slug gonna do?" And then he just knocks him on just, their ass. Yeah. Amazing. But um, I'd completely forgotten about that. Where well, mm-hmm. I am the worst. 
Yeah, this is Utron that's got a scar, strangely. Mm. Not the ma- anyway. Anyway. Yeah, but that's like not until the second or third season, series or something. It might be the mm. second one because that's when they go to the Battle Nexus and they go through the Transmat device and meet the Fugitoid and, and you've got all the Triceratons and all that. Well, it's a really, it's a pretty decent show if you can unlock, <laughs> overlook some of these flaws, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the, especially in this first series, you get a lot of these sort of bad guys, and I'm using air quotes like a pretentious fuck that are kind of flawed, which mm. is what they did. I mean, they did it with everybody, really, in Batman the Animated Series. Everybody got, like, pop again, apart from the Joker, who was always a wanker, that everybody got some kind of flaw, like Harley Quinn, Do- uh, Miss Doctor Freeze, Mr. Freeze, Two-Face, Poison Ivy. There was always some kind of, like, like tragedy, and they weren't, like, it wasn't, it was never a black-and-white program, it was kind mm. of grey. And maybe I'm looking a little too deeply into this, but this guy who's like um, shilling these shitty products actually comes to care for the little robot, little robot that he's robot. looking after and, and does a genuine full-on cry at the end. Mm. We need to talk about this end. So it builds up yeah. to the turtles. I he can't keeps growing. They... Nano keeps growing, basically. Yeah. He keeps absorbing Oh, the stuff turtles get bigger. involved because he ro- he tries to rob April's antique yeah, store. because they open Which, up... I don't know why they're so cross about it, because Casey and Raph, trash more of it just trying to move a fucking cabinet yeah. that's filled with antique china oh yeah that's it as well she, they that's the other thing she's opening up second time around again which was again and that was a nice little nod yeah. to the original comics but yeah to, um yeah they fuck up the store pretty badly so that's how they sort of get to know that this like robot and that dude exist and they manage to follow him to a dump yeah junkyard and that which guy is, seems to be sitting in a throne well, yeah which makes me throne, feel but... like he probably is a homeless man that lives although he looks pretty dapper for a homeless guy he's got a well, badass yeah, he's like, robbed a jewelry store and, and a pork pie hat <laughs> yeah so obviously that's a really great place for a nanotech robot thing to build itself a massive mm. fucking badass body but... this episode really reminded me of lost and foundry which was like a real ghostbusters episode where yeah. this ghost gets um they, they try and trap this ghost and he gets into this molten steel and he gets spread is its body gets spread around all these bits of metal and then it comes mm. back together to form and they have to destroy it uh by dropping it into this molten vat and then catching the ghost mm. and it just set up there were a lot of like bits to it that were very that were similar yeah. well that's from... essentially what the turtles try and do they try and sort of use a magnet to catch it and drop it in a mm. big molten pit thing but actually it's the dude trying to stop donatello from doing that that causes the robot to fall in there this robot's high-pitched, terrified scream. Mm. Every time it gets hurt. Every time it gets hurt, it does it. Because it's got the mind of a three-year-old, it's really awful. But the worst, the absolute worst part is when its hand comes up, its Mm. big robot-y hand, and it screams, Daddy, and then dies. Yeah. What are you doing, TMNT from 2003? (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Like, that's... It's a little dark, isn't it? A little dark? Yeah, yeah, I know. They just straight murdered like a three-year-old. I don't know how it's got sentience, um, really, either, but... It's weird, especially because, like, not long after, yeah, they're thinking about it, and, and Mikey's like, you know, it's kind of... I feel bad for the little little guy, you know, who's kind of like a little kid sort of mm. thing. But like I said to you, what else were they supposed to do with it? It's not a great deal you can do. But then it, it cuts from that scene of them lamenting to Casey and April arguing. Because it, in the beginning of the episode, April's like, "Oh, Casey's good looking." Casey's like, "Oh, she's good looking," but he's a bit of a fucking oaf, bless him, and doesn't think before he speaks. And because she's a bit highfalutin, they they go to come to blows, and then they're arguing again at the end, uh, like an almost like an old married couple. It kind of cuts the tension a little bit mm. of what has just happened. Well, they kind of have to put that in there because if they'd have ended that episode on that 
scream of daddy and then the turtles going that was a bit sad wasn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was sad though that that guy was like drops to his knees he and he's so crying upset. and stuff and... it stressed me out because all i could think then was he's like this robot would probably have had a pretty good little life if it had just found a not asshole to think it was its well they dad. did say that didn't they they said like you know unfortunately you know just bad parenting in this particular Fell in instance with the wrong poor pie hatted crowd mm. if only he taught him his fashion sense instead of his uh you know Inability to, but yeah, but again, he wasn't really an arsehole. He was just kind of like a small-time crook. Yeah, petty thief. But and he, I think the problem is it was a series of like misunderstandings. Like obviously, he thought they were invaders from another planet. That thing's mm. not advanced enough, like from an age perspective, that it know that the turtles could talk it down, so that they could just mm. go like, look, you know, this guy's a bad person. They can't reason with it. It's a series of different misunderstandings but yeah that bit where it sh- I told you didn't I Fucking before grim. we watched it I told you yeah I hated it mm. stressful uh, so I'm never going to watch that again just nah. so you know so, not a bad little episode all things considered it's, I mean, for, for like a right. self-contained yeah. sort of not mon- not almost monster of the weeky kind mm. of episode except it's, it's an adorable little child monster yeah I know <laughs> that was the one where uh, Donnie's staff cuts through the arms yeah which is weird it's an arm made of butter apparently yeah <laughs> So, canisters of mutagen for these five episodes. Out of five. Um, I'm going to say a three out of five. It's not terrible, but, mm. you know, again, it's not as good as I remember it being. Mm. I'm going to give it a two. Two? A solid Oof. two. It's below average for me, so I can't mm. give it a two. Fair enough, fair enough. But I don't think it's like, you know, half a star shit, because I'm not an arsehole. Um, and there is some really good stuff about it. We've done half of stars before, to be fair. Have we? Was it Next yeah. Mutation, though? No, a few where we've gone like, oh, two and a half. Like, there was something I said was two and a half. So it's not total shit, mm. but yeah, we've done it before. We've done two no, and a half. No, I meant cans. half a star as literally just like one, like half. Like, not, not oh, two oh, and a half. Sorry, I just sorry, mean, sorry, like, sorry, it's sorry, that sorry, shit, sorry. I'm giving it half. Like, I'm not that much of a di- like there is good stuff in there mm. um, and I do like some of the things about it like the fu- like you were saying the fight sequences are mm. like really really good because that's one thing that really pissed me off about Out of the Shadows nothing happens really there's, in the a, action. Really... there's a lot of action sequences not a lot of fights have you got all of them all the episodes of it I think so yeah there's one in a couple there's, um, there's one where Lord Simultaneous pops mm. up in it and they all wind up going to different like timelines or planets because Raph goes to the planet of Battle Racers, I think it is, which is another Peter Laird comic. And Donnie goes to like this alternate timeline, and I think Leo winds up in Yusagi Ojimbo's world. Oh, nice. And I can't remember which one where Mikey winds up. But there's, that's a pretty good few episodes. That's mm. like a decent little one worth. I'd, I'd recommend. There's some good stuff in it. There really is. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend. I'd have a look. Probably go on Wikipedia, look at the, find which ones you fancy, and then mm. like give them a watch because there's some good stuff in there. We'll review more episodes at some yeah. point anyway. Otherwise, we'll run out of shit to talk about. That is very true. That is very true. Because right, I haven't got anything for the uh, Donkey's Video Game Corner. Yeah, and I've got nothing for the... What's it? So I'm going to open this turtle's thing. Now, you were stressing about this, weren't you? About this, to- this toy that you bought me. Well, it's... not stressing. Cause, I mean, this isn't your main birthday present. And the only <laughs> reason it's really late is because I've not seen you for ages. The reason that I'm really intrigued to open it is because, as you mentioned just now... I can't open it now, but I'm going to try. Oh, um, have I got anything? As you just mentioned... The uh, the box is quite large, down, and um, 
but for some reason you can see the figure in it and the figure is quite small. Yeah. So now I'm very intrigued as to what the hell else yeah, is in this box. because it says 40 bricks and it doesn't look like there's 40 bricks worth of stuff in there. I'm not being funny, but... It's a little Donatello. It is mega blocks and they are like the poor person's Lego. Mate, which I'm, is, it's I'm really... not even joking. <laughs> there is nothing else in that... Oh no, there you go, there's a tiny... There you go. Oh my god, is that your this, 40 pieces? This massive box, that's not 40 pieces, surely. Yeah, it says 40. Look, it says 40 pieces. That's bullshit. Well, is that like including like breaking Donny apart or I something? I think so, because there is a little picture of him Well, that's bits. kind of... Well, I'm ever so no, sorry. I don't apologise. I, <laughs> I have a little tiny Donny. I'm really glad that's like but just I'm, like a, you know, I'm placeholder. Shocked <laughs> I'm shocked at this packaging because that seems unnecessary. Mm. Looking at the contents. I've never... Do you know what? I've, I've, never, liked, I've never liked Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks are odd because some of their stuff is quite cool, but it seems mm. expensive and not as cool as Lego. No, this is oh, it, but like, this came out after cool. they did the, um, what was it, like, Lego did do a Ninja Turtles line from yeah. the new series. I'm opening the instructions to see where the pieces are, and we are in fact correct. It's considering Donatello to be about 13 pieces. Oh, that's really fucking <laughs> cheeky, that is. That <laughs> is so cheeky. The that is so cheeky. If we open one. that up and it falls to bits, one it's going to be really annoying. <laughs> oh my god. No, I love it. That, that's as cheeky it. as that guy who sold that SNES box to your mate. Like, <laughs> one little line of like, yeah, honest, you know, it's all the work, it's a working SNES working box. Working SNES box. Cough box. Like, <laughs> wow. Wow. On I that am, note. <laughs> I am really annoyed about that. Don't be well. annoyed. I've, I've, got, I've now got an extra little Donatello that I can play with. But, um... Oh, look at his little spectacles. Although one of his lenses is missing. Oh, they both... I actually genuinely can't tell. Let's have a look. Anyway, I don't know if it's supposed to have lenses or is it if it's just the colour of his eyes that's that's throwing me off. Well, no, it's I just weird, don't think it's... It? I don't think there's lenses in it. <laughs> anyway. Don't, don't, don't think too much about it. On that note, we This do was it? a decisively short episode for us for a change, wasn't do it? Do you think an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, for us, because we usually waffle on for longer, don't we, to be fair? That's true. That right. is true. And I'm going to have to put the fucking theme tune at the start of this episode, which <laughs> lasts about three fucking years. So. <laughs> Honestly, it's just a bit cheesy. Shut up. No, it's like, shit, mate. Your shit, mate. Your shit. We're all shit. Everything's shit. No, I like things. Things are good. That that song in the Lego movie would have been really depressing if it was everything is shit. <laughs> everything is awful. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, on that <laughs> note, Duncan, where, hey. can, where can people find you on the internet if they want to do a follow? People. 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 God I'm not damn, as drunk as drunk or peep I am. I'm fucking up things. I'm not even drunk. <laughs> drunk on tea, that's it. Drunk on life. Yeah. Happy. Drunk on pizza, that pizza we were eating. That's it, cheese. I'm drunk on cheese and nothing but. Um, so people can find me on the Twitter, uh, at Deadpool360. Uh, send me a tweet. I might get it. <laughs> tweet I don't me a get tweet. <laughs> I might get it. I might even reply. Who knows? Occasionally, I retweet things about the episodes. Not that it matters, because I've got all of, like, get five, some more followers. five followers. Get some more. Why? For podcast pimpering. I can't like do it all myself. Twitter seems like effort, man. I love Twitter. Yeah. Because my thoughts... I'm, I, I am uh, a little bit crap at having long, really well-thought-out thoughts. So 140 characters really does me quite well. <laughs> it stunts me entirely too much. You know I'm a 
very verbose chap on the rare occasions that I post on Facebook now. Mm. Still, I always retweet our links and try and let people know. Speaking but... of Facebook, join the group. It's called Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour, and you can come and talk to us about anything and everything. You can tell us to shut up if you want. We won't, but you can tell us. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. You can send us an email at stacysparlour at gmail.com. Stacey with an e, Parlour with a U. You can follow Stacey's Parlour on the Twitter. Or you on the Twitter. I don't want people to follow me. On the, the the problem with having the two separate accounts now is that I talk a lot about pop <laughs> culture on the parlour <laughs> one. So my own one is mostly just me whinging about the bus that hasn't fucking turned up yet. That's or what your Facebook the bus is as that well. has fucking turned up, but for some reason he's sat at the terminus three minutes after it's supposed to fucking be at my stop. And it hasn't come down yet. And I've got to get to work. <sighs> but anyway. So yeah, public fine. transport is for the unwashed, dear. I wouldn't know anything about that. I love, no, I actually love a good public transport because I haven't got the attention span or the uh, low anxiety levels for for paying attention to the road. See, I hate other people and I'm a rage-filled monster, so driving suits me down to the fucking ground. I can be in my own space. Fuck your carpooling. Leave me alone. I don't want anyone to be near me. I want to smoke in my car. Mm. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. The only time I'm stressed about, well, not stressed, but the only time I really dislike public transport is like when it's really hot and you're on a really busy, like, rush, rush hour bus mm. and there's just people pressed against other people Ugh. and it's just sweaty and people. smelly. And, you you know, had me at people. Man, people. <laughs> anyway, should we go? Um, you can also buy our face shirts. Face shirts. Uh, that's. Um... ASPCP.spreadshirt.co.uk Well done. Yeah, boy. I haven't given that link out for a while because I keep forgetting. Oh, and if you want to do a donate of a of a money. Yes. Um good causes. Don't don't do it to my just giving page for Alzheimer's because it's closed now. Did I tell you we raised one thousand five hundred and seventy pounds? You didn't personally, but it's I saw it good. on Facebook. Fucking good. But I did also take part in a uh, fundraiser for the mental health charity Mind, which was a 24-hour Twitter comic slash podcast. I wasn't on the podcast for 24 hours because I think that would kill me. You did that already. Yeah. But I did join people to talk about mental health and comics and stuff. Um, And it was uh, a friend of ours was doing a 24-page comic in 24 hours based on suggestions from Twitter. Jesus. So if you donate at justgiving.com, David Wynn. Justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash WHI, which stands oh, yeah. for We Have Issues. You can get a copy of the full 24-page comic as well. Sorry, you said a friend of ours. I thought, I thought. sorry, I thought you said a friend of ours. You said a friend uh, of mine. My apologies. I assumed, because my stupid brain misheard what you said, you were, it was, you were going to say Stuart Tipples. That's why I was throwing me. Ah, uh, okay. Because no, I, I, I know I've not seen him in absolutely fucking years, but it's mm. somebody we both know. So. Yeah. No, it was um, it was David Wynn, and the comic was called Astro Vikings, and it had like a Thor in it, and nice. it was set in space in a big like Norse boat. Nice. It was good. Um, you had me at Astro Vikings, really. Yeah, go and do a donate, and the best thing is, is you can donate whatever you want, so... You know, every little helps. So even if you only chuck a quid in, you get a 24-page comic. You do realise the company that's got that phrase is quite litigious, do you? Really? I don't know. Every little does a thing that is helpful to us. And therefore... <laughs> yeah, just Every just little bit helps people. Yeah. Every little bit does stuff for mine. That's useful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as catchy, is it, really? Yeah, shut up, man. Let's just go. Bye, everyone. Bye. TTFN. Latest potatoes. Ta-ta for now.